0: it's day 23 of not pod pomo and we're gonna talk a little bit about bigfoot let's get into this i hope you're ready for today's episode of dead america doing not pod pomo let's get into this Bigfoot, also known as Sasquatch in Canadian folklore and American folklore, is an ape-like creature that is said to inhabit the forest of North America. Supposed evidence of Bigfoot's existence is based on a number of disputed video recordings, audio recordings, photographs, visual sightings, cast of large footprints, and many more. Some of these are speculated or known to be hoaxes. Folklorists trace the figure of Bigfoot to a combination of factors and sources, including folklore surrounding the European wild man figure, folk belief among Native Americans, and loggers, and a cultural increase in environmental concerns. Within the fringe subculture of cryptozoology, Bigfoot is considered a cryptid. However, the majority of mainstream scientists have historically discounted the existence of Bigfoot, considering it to be a combination of folklore, misidentification, and hoax, rather than a living animal. Ecologist Robert Powell argues that most cultures have accounts for human-like giants in their folk history, expressing a need for some larger-than-life creature. Each language had its own name for the creature, featured in the local versions of such legends many names meant something along the lines of wild man or hairy man although other names described common action that it was said to perform such as eating clams or shaking trees members of the Looney tell tales about the local version of bigfoot the stories are similar to each other in the general descriptions, but tells differed among various family accounts concerning the creatures' diet and activities. Some regional versions tell of more threatening creatures. The Staihiha or Kiwi'akawahi were a nocturnal race. Children were warned against saying their names, or the monsters might hear and come and carry them off, sometimes to be killed. In 1847, Paul Kane reported stories by the Indians about skookooms, a race of cannibalistic wild men living on the peak of Mount St. Helens in southern Washington state. Oh my God, that's close to where I live, people. Less menacing versions have also been recorded, such as one by Reverend Elkanah Walker from 1840. Walker was a Protestant missionary who recorded stories of giants among the Indians living near Spokane, Washington. The Indians said that these giants lived on and around the peaks of nearby mountains, and stole salmon from the fishermen's nets. In the nineteen twenties, Indian agent J.W. Burns compiled local stories and published them in a series of Canadian newspaper articles. They were accounts told to him by the Stihalias people of Shehalis and others. The Stisalias and other regional tribes maintained that the Sasquatch were real. They were offended by people telling them that the figures were legendary. According to Stahilus' accounts, the Sasquatch preferred to avoid white men and spoke the Lillilute language of the people at Port Douglas, British Columbia, at the head of Harrison Lake. These accounts were published again in 1940. Burns borrowed the term Sasquatch from the Helkims and used it in his articles to describe a hypothetical single type of creature portrayed in local stories. There are several organizations dedicated to the research and investigation of Bigfoot sightings in the United States, The oldest and largest is the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization, BFRO. The BFRO also provides a free database to individuals and organizations. Their website includes reports from across North America that have been investigated by researchers to determine credibility. So there's a little bit on Bigfoot but i want to take you back to about 1975 when i was a little boy and we were up in the blue mountains around walla walla washington there is a place that's called the two cannon and it's got a little lake there's several little lakes but we were camping up around Rainbow Lake in the Toucan in the Blue Mountains. It was all of us, kids, my mother, my father, my oldest brother and his wife. And we were all packed inside of my brother's 1960s Volkswagen van. But we often went out camping in the two and the Blue Mountains we love to go out and be with nature we've always been that type of family but this particular camping trip was different we actually encountered what we all determined to be Bigfoot Let me get into this a little bit. We spent all day around the lake, fishing, swimming, just having a great time. And we came into camp a little late that evening. Camp really didn't get set up the way it should have been set up. It was hastily put together. We threw a mattress that my mother and father slept on out by the fire pit. And all of us kids climbed into the back of that van and we laid out for the night. My oldest brother and his wife were kind of right behind the front seats of the van. And the big slider door, well, we left that open. The fire pit was still... It had ambers in it, glowing ambers. My father's boots were put on the edge of the fire pit to dry because he had been walking in the creeks and whatnot, and they were soaked. So he wanted them dry for in the morning. My father, without shoes, he can't walk. I mean, tenderfoot He was always a tender footed man when he lived and to get up on that gravel, pine cones and all of the debris, you know, out in campsites, out in the wilderness. And this isn't a a campsite with bathrooms, toilets. This is a primitive campsite. You build your own ring and you set up. This was back in the day when camping was actually camping. But we all started to ease off into a sleep. And all of a sudden, this big commotion started. My father, up, running about, knocked his boots into the fire and looking for a flashlight because something had come and set on the edge of the bed on his feet and the smell that was in the camp it was bad it smelled very much like urine old stale urine that's been around for quite some time and it was really potent. So my brother, he flips on the van lights and just outside of the camp, when he flipped those lights on, there was a set of yellow eyes looking inside the camp and it turned and it darted. This was enough to freak everybody out in the van and we were just horrified thinking that Sasquatch was there to get us Bigfoot was going to take us away to this day you could not convince me that that was not Bigfoot it was upright it was not a animal that Stood on four legs. This was a creature that was standing upright and it was very tall. I'm talking the eyes were up. It must have been at least seven foot tall. But when it took off, you could hear the stride through the bushes. It was like a big elk rolling through. If you've ever heard elk running through the brush it's the same sound it was a big creature so you could not convince me otherwise that it was not a creature like Bigfoot that's my story and I'm sticking to it people because I was there I witnessed it if it was a Bigfoot well I'll tell you, I experienced that. If it wasn't a Bigfoot, I sure would like to know what it was. Because it still makes me think about it to this day. Don't be scared to go out into the woods. Be inquisitive. I'm sure that creature was just as scared of us as we were of it. Well, that's going to wrap up my spill on Bigfoot. Day 23 of Pod Pomo. And I'll be right back here tomorrow to do another one. Ed Waters, out.